0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by StonehillWealthManagement.com. Today, Philip talks about the big industrial economy short. And now, here's Philip.
1: We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by Stonehill Wealth Management, where you can find, it, find us at stonehillwealthmanagement.com, where we help clients invest in the future, which is very important nowadays because if you're not investing in the future, well, that's just time-tested. Uh, the future is what delivers productivity, and productivity is what, what attracts value, and value is wealth. And so, if you're not investing in productivity, then I don't know how you're building any wealth, uh, especially in an environment where everything is uh, s- debts, inflated, all of the a- most old asset prices. And so that means there's just not much movement to, to go. You know, after you adjust for inflation. So StonehillWealthManagement.com, Check it out. Come see us if you need some help. Today we are talking about falling. Well, really, what we're talking about is the Big Industrial Economy Short. So what is that? So like one of, one of my favorite movies and a very informative movie for people is The Big Short. Uh, it's, it's a movie about this this guy who made a bunch of money uh, shorting the financial system in 07-08. Um, and so this is The Big Industrial Economy Short where I'm talking about like the the, the blow up of the industrial economy uh, mindset and assets that represent that economy. Because here's, here's, here's a very simple, I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. And sometimes I make things so simple that people don't appreciate the simplicity of it. You know, it's like those sayings, you know, if you want to really get some knowledge, go talk to like a older person who's very wise and ask them about life and they give you like these simple sayings. And like as a kid, I heard them, and then I don't. I'm still unfolding an appreciation for how how wise they were. And so this is the simple thing about uh, uh, investing, asset prices, and inflation. Is where there is lots of debt, there is death of money. Like meaning, like lots of debt equals death of money, and so, uh, and so. Because debt is a is a it's sort of like a virus, right? Like a little bit of a little bit of bacteria or bad stuff in your system is fine. But when your body is infected with a lot of bad stuff, right that creates a sickness and an illness with, with which if it progresses and gets worse and worse, leads to death. So same with debt, right? If you get a country that has a lot of debt, Right, the currency dies over time. Currency definitely as as the currency increases in debt, um, uh, the currency loses value, right? Same thing with the company, same thing with a person, right? So debt devalues or subtracts from value from an asset class. And so, right and and debt is just a natural since we live in a society of humans. Right, this is just the natural life cycle of economies, and so this industrial economy is a is a hundred year old economy, and it 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 was great. It built lots of wealth, did lots of things, uh, but it's the juice is all gone, and we're twenty something years into the digital economy, and there's still uh, people and investors and people who are working. That uh, are applying their talents and their money to old ideas, right? That are heavily inflated with debt, and is losing more and more value, right? And and why is that, right? Is well, it's because I call it people fall in love with their idols, and this is not a word I invent. Like this is a very ancient religious concept of people falling in love with their own idols, right? They put all their they put their bloods sweat and tears into an economy, into an in ideas. People buy it. They make a lot of money. They get a lot of pride. People worship them for the ideas, you know, and it's, it's, ideas that they built upon from their grandparents and, you know, and they go, Oh, this is a great idea. And then like some, you know, some new idea comes and they go, "Ah, oh, this is stupid. Like this is this, my idea is the idea is going to be enforced forever, right? That's never been the case. You know, it's never been the case and it's going to always evolve. And so we're at the point now where like the industrial economy, the big short is a, a short sell is when you um, when you bet against when you bet against something, you know, uh, and f- from a economical standpoint, the bet whenever you're investing even if you're not technically doing it short, like everything's binary, right? So like, for example, um, uh, if you hold cash, the implicit bet for the long term, the implicit bet you're making without making is, I think cash is going to do better than my alternative uses of this money, right? Uh, if, If you own, for example, Tesla stock, then your bet is, I think, owning oh, Tesla is going to be better than cash, and I think Tesla is going to be in the in the in these space of artificial intelligence around transportation. I think this is going to be the best bet, and consequently, you're also fading the old gas guzzling traditional model of transportation, right? So you're betting against that by betting for Tesla, right? So there 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 is like you're always making a decision, you're always making a bet. And making no decision is still a bet. So, like, shorting the industrial economy from a practical standpoint is placing a portion or a big portion of your assets in innovative ways that are, that we're doing things from changing. But let's start with the money, right? Because, because money is sort of like, sort of like a foundation in a home. If you don't have a solid foundation, then your home's going to be wobbly, right? And eventually crumble. And so, money. Um uh, money is always evolving because as the system becomes heavily indebted then you have people that resist change uh at the top typically people who are who are who uh, are the most privileged in the old system they find ways to keep the system enforced by manipulating the money right that's the case like since the beginning of mankind uh um and, and so like Early on, in a new system with new money, there's no need to manipulate, and really, technology has not really caught up for them to be able to manipulate uh, well. But over time, they figure out ways to manipulate the money, uh, and then becomes apparent. And so, there's a then, then a new money forms that's less manipulable, um, and the smart money moves over there. So, like the current look at the current system, and hey, the money is manipulable, right? So, like, let me explain like inflation. Um, inflation is the hidden the hidden tax, right? Because if a government needs to pay uh, bills, they don't have money to pay the bills. One way is to increase taxes, right? But, you know, that's super transparent because we get to see what they're spending the tax money on. And like at this point in time, people are just not okay with what the government's spending money on. Um, and so that's not going to be an effective thing. Um, so then the other thing is, well, there's lots of savings in the system, uh, all the money in you know, cash, 401ks, bonds, IRAs, investments, right? A good way to raise capital is to uh, devalue the money relative to, uh, yeah, just devalue the money, right? And again, this is not a unique thing to countries in this time period. Like this is always the case for every country that has a non-commodity money or a credit-based system. A credit-based system is more flexible to those that are, that have the centralized power to be able to devalue it, right? They used to like collect taxes, shave off the coins, you know, make them uh, less pure and then give them, put them back into the economy and they keep the uh, stuff that shaved off, right? When you have money that's digital where you can like print it and subtract and add things in the system, right? This is the, this is the more civilized way of doing it, but it's still the, the same thing. And so I'm saying it to say, um, so this current system to pay the bills, this is why you're seeing, you know, Egypt with crazy inflation. Uh, uh, I forget the other place. Argentina is another place, uh, different places in um, Africa, like U.S., right? What we've been doing gradually and now more aggressively uh, with, you um, know, started with quantitative easing, then it was, uh, you know, bailouts during, uh, well, it was the bailout in 08, then Quantitative easing now, the COVID bailouts now, all these banks are uh, are failing. It's not being talked about, but they're still happening. Like just, just Google recent bank failures and you'll see, um, like the system is still crumbling, and so that means that in order to fix it, there's going to have to be more money printing, right? This, this, it just is what it is, right? And so, and so, you look at technology and it said, okay, now technology has created a way for us to. Create scarcity digitally, um, and we can so we can recreate a, a financial system, but it's 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 non tamperable, right? That's that's what Bitcoin is, and this is why you see so much adoption around Bitcoin, you know, s- s- especially now by large institutions that understand the bigger problem, right? Um, and it's just a natural evolution, right? It, probably won't happen over a year or two. It's going to be a generational transition, you know, but the, uh, and this is how transitions happen, right? Steve and I were talking about this. People tend to think like um, like you you would prefer a technological revolution to happen over a generation than like in a short period of time because it's less violent, you know. Um, and so th- n- now the, and this has been gradually happening, but this is why the rich are getting richer is you have, People that are embracing that are saying, "Hey, here's the problem, right? My money's being inflated away by those in power." And then there's a there's a there's a minority that says, "Hey, here's a solution. It it's tamper proof. Uh, it's scarce. It's everything you want money to be. We're going to move our assets over here. And then they build and then they gain more wealth and gain more power and little by little. But um, um it's it's not a it's not a forced transition like everybody has their own free will to do what they want to do right and i'm i'm confident that a decade from now you're still going to have people that are putting money in CDs and bonds even though it's being crazily inflated away uh in their face right because that ha- you can go look at egypt and that you know that's that's still happening in some places uh where there's where it's more blatant they're further down the path um so 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 the first part of the big short is to Transition your money to the uh, new economy type money, like your long term savings. Right, I'm also not saying like the dollar's going anywhere. I think it's still going to be something that we used to pay. But I just mean like if you're looking to store value across time, right? It's that's that's hasn't been a savings account for a long time, right? Um, and it's also going to be scarcity. Also, is or like I mentioned before, currency is also companies that are that are bringing value, and if they're bringing value. Relative to others in the marketplace of what they're doing, that's also a scarce resource. So that's why Tesla stock is a great currency from my perspective. Um, Coinbase stock is a great currency from my perspective. Roku, Roblox, right? These are currencies in my mind that are delivering unique value to the marketplace um, that you can store your value in because the the more people are going to want to buy what those companies are offering uh, into the future, right? So. Um, what's also changing is like, so like part of the evolution is how we make things has changing. and that's AI, robotics, everything, labor, right? Labor's changing. Here's one thing. I think people are way too afraid of uh, artificial intelligence because artificial intelligence, we're saying the same thing about artificial intelligence that we said about like machines in the industrial economy. They're going to take all the jobs. No, like they just, you know, just train people to use machines and we do more. Right, same thing. Computers, our computers are gonna like people. Like people used to be computers. Uh, so, like, the computers helped us do more computations, and people are people who learned to use computers were the most highly paid. Right? Then came digital. Right? Coders. Right? Who are the who are the most highly paid people right now? Coders. Right? Then there's AI. Right? And so AI people who people who be. People who learn to use AI to help businesses become more productive are going to be super highly paid. I I, I follow this or I, I subscribe to this artificial intelligence newsletter, and there is literally a position that they're advertising that's being that's a million dollar compensation position for somebody who's an AI specialist. Right? People might say, how would how would they pay that much? I was like, do you do you know how much money is wasted? through businesses like like not even the future like right now if I were to if I were to switch professions understanding AI and I were to go call on companies that are wasting millions of dollars in just wasted cost like I would be well I would be well underpaid making men odds a year by helping them like lay off those lay off those costs right but I'm saying it to say um People might say, well, yeah, you know, so you got one person doing a bunch of jobs. I'm, not, I'm what I'm saying is supply and demand. Since there's so many people that are closed-minded to AI, right? There's gonna be very few that go into it that are open minded and make a bunch of money, right? And the people that are resisting it are gonna make like no money or a little bit of money or need some some sort of government relief. Because like the market is gonna do what it's gonna do, meaning like the market is going to find the most efficient way to make things, right? To uh, the most efficient money, it's going to follow. It's going to find the most efficient labor. Um, it does. That's what is. That's the market is just a collective mindset of people in, you know, in the market. It's not some overlords, right? It's 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 like evolution, right? And so, like um, those that adjust to the new world and embrace the computers. Coding machines faster, right? AI faster. They're the ones who make the money, and and there's plenty of jobs for them because the more the more we use it, it becomes the new foundation for a newer economy. that's going to create more jobs, right? It's sort of like a stair step. Um, power of patience. This is my last part, right? So uh, let me let me go for. The, I talked about value a little bit, so I'm going to go over patience. But the power of patience. Patience is like super powerful, but but to me, pace, patience has a different definition to me than what most people think about patience uh, um, to be. Patience to me is being satisfied with the feeling of what you want, not needing validation from the outside world, and at the same time understanding that um, things things unfold. In in real life, based around how you feel. Let me give an example. If you're a jerk, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be terrible in business for the most part. You know what I mean? Like unless you're like the smartest person in the room, and they have to deal with you, right? But if they got another option, you're gone, right? But if you know, but if you can deliver value and you're likable and you feel good, you're gonna have lots of money, right? And that's a rudimentary rud- rudimentary. Example, but like that's true across all domains, right? So I'm saying to say you 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 got the example of uh, me being an investor and me being patient, right? So uh, I'm very patient with my investments because here I have not sat in front of anybody who have been able to dispute what I'm saying. So I so so I say, all right, here's my portfolio, right? These are things that we own. We own. We own Bitcoin, we own Tesla, we own Coinbase, we own Roku, we own Roblox, we own Palantir, we own, right, like Bitcoin miners, right? We we own some, we own these things. And then I ask, in 10 years from now, are people going to be using these things more or less? And they say, more. Okay, cool. I'm already massively wealthy. You know what I mean? Like, because everything else is just perception of the market catching up. And and so I, right? So like impatience is saying, but I need this to happen right now. And and impatience to me is like, from a psychological standpoint, you're impatient when you're running from your per- present circumstances, right? When you're satisfied with your present circumstances, there's no rush. You're like, I'm good. You know, I, I'm, I'm you know, I, a I own the feeling of like being happy and confident and everything I need right now. So like even the money, even the investments. You know, I don't need them to be happy because I have the happiness here. But from that happiness, I'm able to say, all right, now I can now I can bypass these short term money making potential schemes. Right. Because I go, they don't work anyway, but I don't need to make the money quick. You know, this this for me is like in my mind, like there's nothing for sure. Right. So I'm doing the compliance thing. But in my mind, this is Philip Washington's mind. I'm like, this is a sure bet. All I need is time. Right? I'm not, like, these are, this is not future, right? This is not, like, this is not a future invention. This is, you make the bet. Would you prefer money that's centrally controlled, that they can devalue at any moment in time? Or would you prefer money that's decentralized, nobody can devalue, it's a, it's a, it's an open system, so you can go in and out whenever you want to, and it's scarce. Which one is better, right? That's, that's, that's not even a question, right? The, the the middle ground is just opinions, you know what I mean? But I'm cool with opinions because as the thing plays out, right? Opinions change, right? Then you go to you go to Tesla, all right? What's that? Uh, Tesla versus pick GM or Ford or whoever you want to pick, right? They go, oh, but this company's going to make all these EVs. Well, f- first misperception: Tesla's not an EV company. Tesla's an artificial intelligence company that 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 provides transportation experience, right? So Tesla's going to have Fleets of rental cars, right? Their their operatism is gonna. The ways it's gonna change the transportation is a whole podcast episode, right? Uh, and not even talking, we're not even talking about their battery technology, which is a whole entire other business, um, because their storage is like the other companies gonna have to use their storage system and their artificial intelligence mind, right? So then you go, okay, cool. So then you go, all right, what a you know what are the problems like? We have a housing problem, right? We need to, you know, we need to, uh, uh, we need more housing, right? We, you know, we need to build in other communities, uh, and then so then you you dig deep into Bitcoin mining and the ability to and and the all the already the already pairing of Bitcoin miners with energy companies to now go build out rural communities, and it's possible now because Bitcoin miners can buy up the energy necessary to for them to make the investment while they're building, and then they can they can uh, um, turn, turn down their rigs whenever the community is built out and they need peak energy and then turn it back on and buy up the excess energy um, whenever it's necessary, right? Because, and I'm, this is a whole episode, but when you understand energy and communities, you go, wait a minute, so Bitcoin, miners they're going to always have, most of the time, excess energy to buy and, t- and turn that energy into money, right? Like they're literally printing money from energy, you know what I mean, and and so like, like everything that I own are solving present day big problems, and no nobody who's part of the digital economy disputes it. The only people who dispute it are like the people who are getting shorted, right? The industrial economy folks that that have not taken time to understand. The last thing I'm going to do is healthcare, right? And, um, because healthcare is something that uh, is going to change slowly, in my opinion, because people. Um, like when you go to go see a healthcare professional, uh, the diagnosis AI does that better already, uh, and and then most of what they want to do is just cut on you. Like if something's wrong with you, they want to cut you up. You know what I mean? Because it pays the most. Uh, but there, but but the the science is already caught up with like spiritual understandings of how the body works, where a, a, the majority of problems. The majority of problems, right, that are not just super critical. The majority of problems can be dealt with by de in the body, right? Therapy, you know what I mean. And so that's they they laugh at that, but like the science doesn't dispute it, right? We can go talk about free radicals and cells regenerating, you know, every year, all that kind of stuff. And you know, my my you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into that, but uh, my 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 physician friends. Uh, uh, don't like talking to me about that because I go straight to the science and, and they're relying on their opinions from past data. I'm like, well, like n- now the science is caught up with, this, with spiritual teachings about how this works. So like, what's up? Where are we at? Let's talk about it from a scientific standpoint because that's your specialty. Right. But it's but it's, it's sort of like talking about money where people are like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, this is not money because, right. Or this is not hip hop because, right. That's just your old point of view. Right. Let's Let's talk present-day facts. And present-day facts are way different in every aspect of life. And those who are moving in the direction of progress are going to make stupid money. So hope this helps. Let's short the industrial economy and let's all make some money on this new innovative world. Thanks.